Welcome to Relationship. I'm Stacy, And I'm Moha. Hi, honey. Hello. How are you doing today? Um, you know, it's been, it's been a bit. So, okay. Um, so I'm like three weeks into my breakup. Ooh. And it feels okay, but we've been talking, I think too much. Probably yeah. just totally friendly. It's fine. Um, but he is, I mean, he's like the nice guy that I wanted now. Of course, um, yeah, because the expectations are gone, and yeah. Oh. Do you know? And happened? you guys don't. I'm not sure. Uh-oh. Oh, hello! Welcome back. Anyways, the expectations That's actually are gone. how I feel, just like dead inside, sounding like kind of dead air. Yeah, that is dead air. Um, yeah, but yeah, the expectation is gone. He feels no pressure anymore. You I don't no need anything enemy. from him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So maybe I'm just thinking it could be dangerous. I we got. He called me the other day because his texts weren't going through. Mm-hmm. And I needed to come pick up my computer. We still share custody of my laptop. Nice. And I, uh, he calls me and I pick up the phone. We talk for like two seconds and I hang up and I cried. But I don't know why. Like, I don't want to be with him. Yeah. He's not the one for me. Um, but I don't know. Is that weird? But I have been like desperately thirsty for other dick. Yeah. Um, not that I think I could have sex with anybody right now, but I got right on Tinder Okay, that's good. It's horrible. Okay, Tinder's okay. bad. It's actually horrible now. Um, Was it great before? Yeah, well, before. Yeah, I haven't like been on it in years. 2007? When did Tinder no, come out? No, that didn't come out. I don't know. Maybe when I was like 28. Okay. So I'm 32 now. So four years. Okay. And then I haven't been on it in two years. So I am just now on it. And it's nobody has good banter. They're not funny at all. Except the guys are like, I'm funny too. And they're not. Okay. Um, so they'll they'll say gross things, and then I'll be like, "Hey, that's actually really fucking rude." And like, I'm just kidding. You gotta have a sense of humor. Um, and then like the like uh, gross ones, they what they message does gross you a lot. Entail? Just somebody who looks maybe s- just sweaty. Okay, you know, I look sweaty all the time. Okay, Stacey. but I did not want to say to that to you. Me, I did not want to say that to your face. Okay, thank you. Yes, maybe you're a sweatier person. But, you know, just somebody who looks musty. Okay. In crevices. Okay. That's not what I'm looking for. Okay. I've never you fucked a fat guy. Crevice. You you and I both realize that, that we have never fucked fat guys. I've never fucked Which is crazy to me. Yeah. I don't think it's that crazy. I think it's kind of crazy. What well, if you, we would just like roll around together? Yeah. And our, our genitalia would never touch. It'd be perfect sex. Uh, basically, it's not perfect sex. <laughs> sex is where they touch. No, no, no. Perfect sex is where somebody else looks at you and then you come. No, you're yeah. in a lesbian relationship. That's why you think that. Oh, crazy. That's what it is. Um, we had a talk with a friend who's like dating a fatter guy and she like can't fuck him very well. Yeah, it's hard for, for them. I just can't imagine it. I'm like. You can't imagine. No, I mean like I've never had a guy have trouble fucking me. I think. Yeah. That they've told me. That they've told you. Exactly. It's always worked. But if you have a smaller dick, I can't go from behind. You can't. No, because my butt's too big. Oh, and the dick can't go all the way in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's so complicated. For them, not for yeah. me. I'm like, hurry up. <laughs> you know? I have Netflix to watch. Um, yeah, but I, I'm I'm just like I went on a date with a guy, but he's really bad for me. I already knew him. He's like bad for me. So it was a date. 
Well, I made him go to dinner. He asked me to dinner. And so I made it be at four in the afternoon. Okay. So that's that, a and, solid. And he asked me, what's your address? I'll come pick you up. I was like, no way. I'll meet you there. I don't want him to know where I live. I told him that. I was like, I don't want you to know where I live yet. Because I think that I would like sell all my possessions to follow him wherever he goes. So. Okay. So he's, he's crack cocaine, basically. He's crack for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. That is so, I don't know if I have anybody that's like that in my life. That's probably better. He's the best sex I've ever had, but also the weirdest. Okay, best. Okay, that's very interesting. Mm -hmm. Have you get both of the spectrums with the same dude? It it just depends on his like level, like if he's sane that day. Sure. Yeah. What drugs he's taken or alcohol or whatever. God damn, people are complicated. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, he like you know studies pussy, but then other times I'm like, why does he want me to hit his dick? Which he did. What do you mean hit his dick? Like um, he wanted me to grab. Is this gross? He wanted me to grab a chunk of skin on the side of the head and like whip it back and forth. I thought I've told you the story. You didn't tell me the mechanics of it. You just told mm-hmm. me that you were going to hit his dick, and then I wasn't curious that day, so I didn't ask you to elaborate. Mm-hmm. But at this point, I want you to elaborate. So you grabbed the side skin of his dick, and then he wanted you to flap it back you and flap forth. It. Yeah, like you're drawing a Polaroid. Oh, that is very. Isn't that strange? That is vivid. <laughs> you need not to say anything else except for the Polaroid bit. I didn't. I did sleep with him once after that. After you okay. did that, yeah. And then I was like, you know what? I'm done. That's pretty cool. Um, you yeah. went to that to completion. I did. Yeah. I don't. I don't ever do it not yeah. to completion. Okay. Good. That's really nice. I once... I leave three fourths of the way in, and mm-hmm. then I call back the next day, and no. I go, want to go watch Rogue One, and then they say no. They that say, may or may not have happened. Them. Yeah. But. I have never left. If my shirt's off, I'm going all the way. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. I have girlfriends that will just make out. I'll be like, how do you do how that? How do you stop yourself? Well, how do you? I mean, like, just why does it stop? I've even done it just to be like, well, this will stop it. <laughs> um, this I know how to get out of making out with him. Fuck him. <laughs> That's how you, know you get I mean? out of that correct yeah okay so we have a guest today we do so excited this is probably our most famous or second most famous or third i don't know like how maybe fourth fifth tenth or something yeah we've had about 32 episodes so he's about top he's top three let's call it like he's top yeah 33.33 percent he's our only la comic oh wow um and he was just on conan i did watch that i watched that too you did you watched Mm -hmm. the thing um and he has a record out now on third man records that's live at third man records with billy wayne davis hey guys that was a good intro was that okay it was good and it was hard not to like comment on some of the things you guys are talking about. We hear that sometimes. That's, and I don't consider myself, I think I live in L.A., but I don't think I'm like an L.A. comic. Do okay. you think you're um, a like Nashville comic? No. You're just a road comic? No. Okay. Who are you? I'm just, just a comedian. comedian. I think it's weird when people are like, they want to label themselves. Like, I definitely wouldn't even consider myself a southern comic, even though I have an accent. Your accent. I thought this yesterday. So I met you last night yeah. at the secret group where you are doing a show tonight. And when I left, I knew this would happen. I think your voice is adorable. Thank you. It's adorable. It's a Southern. And when I get nervous, I can start to do a Southern accent. I don't know why. And do you, I, do you have you ever had one? Well, like from, I'm from a very country town. Uh-huh. So, um, yes, but not like yours. Yeah. Texas accents aren't like yours. No, I have like a, and if anything, people think I'm from like East Texas because we have a That's, similar. I can, see, I can that. see that. And I can do a lot of the voices that Mike Judge does 
Oh, which is from, I, from like the uh, King, yeah. just mm-hmm. all that. Like I, hey, I you can, sounded really good in that. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's very like I can do a lot of my judge stuff, but I think it's because the areas we grew up in have a similar mm-hmm. accent. So I guess I always feel like Nashville or like the East Coast Southern states sound more like sweet. Like you sound like a Southern accent with honey in it. Yeah, like but Texas yeah. can be more. Well, Texas has a different bravado where everybody's trying to. And I think this is Texas as a whole. Not everyone, but people understand what I'm saying. Like, there is a bravado of Texas where it's like, fuck mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, man. Okay. All uh, right. Yeah. So I went to Washington for the inauguration to march and to protest. Oh, okay. And like, you didn't strike me. I was like, really? <laughs> uh, hey, make America great again, motherfuckers. <laughs> um, so I went there for that. And I... I I technically bought the ticket because I thought Hillary was going to win. Yeah, you right? thought so you were going to celebrate. Well, you got to. Of, yeah. I, I thought it was already going to happen. So spot. we went for that, and there's this... We decided to watch people walk into the ball, the freedom ball that he had. And we saw this guy. I mean, I swear to God, he walked bow-legged, big old boots on, and had a Texas flag tuxedo. That sounds... That sounds like what people think of Texas. That is what. Yeah, he is the personification. I know Trump sucks, but you are going to the presidential ball, and you're going to wear a whole tuxedo mm-hmm. that looks like a Texas flag. And what mm-hmm. kills me is, like, that dude would have never worn that to, like, George W's. Because no. people know, like, no, that's not how that works there. That was Fancy too much there. And he's, there. Yeah. you know, he's Texan. Uh-huh. I know he's from Connecticut or whatever, but George W's Texan. Mm-hmm. Like, he took that on. Yep. So that I think that says a lot about Trump's base right yep. there, where like that type of person's mm-hmm. like, oh, this is my moment. Yeah, him. Somebody, people were spitting on those people, right? So like those were jerks, and they spit on somebody in his group, but not him. And I don't know why I was thinking like, hey, he's not worth it because he was coming back trying to mm-hmm. fight somebody, and he goes, you're not worth it. And I was like, hey, I'm from Texas too. <laughs> and then he didn't care. But you guys would do that in Texas to each other. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Texans can definitely get crazy on other Texans. Have you been Mostly. to Dallas? Yeah, I've You've been, been all, everywhere. Yeah, Texas is a th- its own thing. I have a very love hate relationship, like anyone. My uncle lives here, so I've been coming here since I was in middle school, probably. Where does he live at? What part? Of t- what part of town? What part of state? Uh, he used to live off. Um, he lives in Houston. Now uh-huh. he lives close to the en- energy corridor, which okay. is like a new thing. It is. There's like a, he lives in this little enclave where it's like, you know, it's like most of Houston where there's just strip malls everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then you pull down and then there's like farms in this little. It's, oh. It can happen from one moment to the other. It's really yeah. cool. Like cause you don't feel like you're in a city. Hey, kitty. Um, don't apologize. Uh, but. When you're out where he lives, it feels like you're on a farm, and then if you go down his road, you're back in Houston. Mm-hmm. So it's like this perfect for That's me. It's cool. perfect. Yeah, it's still like the same. Yeah, it is the same. Um, so last night you actually did some material on the bushes. Yeah. Could you feel the shift when you said about how bad Daddy Bush looks? That you could feel it wasn't a sh- like people want a lot, and I think I get this a lot. Is like I say things that are true. That people don't know how to take mm-hmm. so like you can tell like he is revered or feared here almost yeah i think people like him he, you're right though he looks like he's melting doesn't yeah, he? he's got that like 
Yeah, he's not well. No, he's not. He's not he's well. He's got that, that tone of when you get old where it's like waxy, like wax paper and kind of yellow. He's beige like for beige-y. sure. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, well, the the insides are falling mm-hmm. apart. Yeah, That's yeah. what it is. It's like the like where your insides start to affect your outsides, where like things mm-hmm. are failing and then it's leading to like your skin and stuff because mm-hmm. that's an organ too. People don't think about <laughs> Is your, your skin is an organ. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's got... And then there's that weird puffiness mm-hmm. because there's so... Because it's the whole system. And if stuff doesn't work right, you know. I, I, ca- I, I think it's like air is getting inside of places where it's not supposed to be. And there's you know, swelling. And, and yes. it's, like, puffing mm-hmm. the back of your face from the inside out. Maybe. And, like, your the hair. medication that affects... Mm-hmm. The totally. enzymes aren't... This is scientific, this but is the like a enzymes are not sticking to each other. They're yep. they're no longer they're they're. Let's mm-hmm. call it this: mm-hmm. the tape doesn't have the glue bit anymore. I do I mean? love the subtle fuck you of not going to the inauguration, but going to the Super Bowl. That's yeah. like that old school politics CIA shit where it's like, no, he got the message. Where it was like, no, I don't feel well enough to go to D.C., but I'll go to the That's fucking That's a high level I don't think they like him, do diplomacy. they? No, they don't like yeah, him. Yeah, they don't like and him. I, but people do like him, but um, here. They like Daddy Bush here. Now. now. I've met him. He's ni- He was nice, you know. Talked to well, me he's like not be a I'm dick. a dumb woman. He's a politician. But yeah. Barbara was a dick. She's a dick. Well, she can be a bitch. She ha- she was a bitch. Um, She's not running from me. For she anything. never. But this was I met him like year a couple of years ago. But when you said a joke, you said something about, you know, little baby Bush, forty three, right? Yeah, Debbie. He said, um, he you said made some joke about Dick Cheney and his dad making all the choices, and you called it Daddy Dick. No, I call it Dick and Daddy. Dick and Daddy. Okay, so that's... And I was just like, that's an amazing title of a book. Like, Dick and Daddy. <laughs> and I just thought about them all fucking then. So, well, everyone goes to... You know, it is a... It's a... Everyone goes to their own place. I'm just saying your comedy has levels. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I take that as a compliment. That? And that's the first time I that it's came out right. I've been working on that bit about how... how I've never... Even when W was the president... I was never mad at him mm-hmm. because I just don't don't think he had the capacity to make all those choices and the, and the intelligence to make those decisions. And it was definitely he's he was a puppet and was the most clear puppet we've ever had. Yeah, with Dick Cheney and his yeah, father. Yeah, and people were like, "He's a war criminal." I'm like, I don't think he is. No, I think I mean he's definitely. He was part of the thing, but I don't think he had the true capacity to realize what he was truly doing and what they were telling him to do. I just think he was like coloring at the desk in the Oval Office, like while other people were making decisions. (laughs) I think that's like, I I don't like at this point, I consider that like the most profoundly sad like mm-hmm. insult to somebody to, to say that to and I get it because it's true mm-hmm. but if you really think about it is not only do I not think that you are malicious I just don't think you even have the capacity mm-hmm. to make the decision like mentally yeah. you don't have the capacity to make those decisions no he didn't that and is like profoundly sad for a president well you know? and what yeah kind of but to me what made it really clear was what he did after the presidency you know because like everyone else like oh, he goes disappeared? He disappeared and started painting and just he was like i'm tired i don't want to do this mm-hmm. everybody's kind of mean to me but that's kind of what the essence of the joke is about is like now he's back 
because he's like, oh, he's got a twinkle in his eye. He's excited because he's not the bad guy anymore. Then that's I'm not going to ruin the bit because it's not finished yet, but uh, because I'm just starting because it is very funny to me. And and I'll do that one line from it is like because if we keep catering to him a little bit, he's going to tell us who did nine eleven. <laughs> he's going to let us like, know. He is. He I just is. Tell he's us. Got, yeah, because he's that fun dude. Like if you, <laughs> we get him drinking again a little bit, and just like hey, just have a shot, man. He's like, you know what? I was pretty fun. <laughs> I was. Pretty- you know who did nine eleven? It's daddy. It was my daddy. Yeah. I said did it. It was my dad. I mean, dad didn't do it you like him, but you know, he's good at planning. <laughs> he orchestrated it. <laughs> the Carlisle group. Um No, I think it's I think it's funny. Do people um and do you do that kind of political humor in LA, like when you're home? Sometimes. Um there's a lot of bad stuff where it's just like there's I think people don't realize like there's a lot of bad comedy in LA. Where it's like a lot of people that aren't stand-ups just <laughs> do stand-up because like their fucking agent said it's easier to get involved and stuff, and so oh my god, oh that it is painful, exhausting. And it was like when I first moved there, I remember like watching this one dude specifically, and I was like, and my buddy, who's a good stand-up, and he's lived there a couple years longer than I have. He, I think he just saw the look on my face where I was just like, what the fuck is this? And <laughs> I didn't even say anything. He just leaned over. He's like. Oh, this is these are actors pretending to be stand-ups because he was just doing his act and it wasn't a good act Mm -hmm. and there were literally three people in the audience and this dude had not acknowledged that it wasn't sold out Mm -hmm. and was just performing this act and i was like this is fucking weird and he's like no that's an actor who is not a stand-up and he's doing like an an acting version of what a stand-up is i was like well, it's weird he hasn't... And, like, even the three people in the crowd, you could say that they were like, um, are there people here we didn't know about? <laughs> it was just... This, and then you just... You learn to see that. It's like the complete opposite of New York, where it's like, New York, you have to be real, and that's where stand-up really fucking... There in San Francisco is where stand-up really thrives. And L.A.'s not like that, so... And the crowds aren't ideal in L.A. because everyone's somewhat involved in the industry, so they're mm-hmm. not invested in the show so you could afterwards you'll hear like you were really funny up there and you're like oh, could have fooled me because no one was responding that's so crazy wouldn't that hurt my that would hurt my feelings it's just oh, a man. different place. i feel like houston has that a little bit there's like this underlying apathy at comedy shows and in order to like support comedy uh-huh. and i think it's just like a not well-established scene you know well, it's, yeah, it's but, rough sometimes but we're but all Doing it too. Yeah, we are. I don't want to watch you do a set. I don't I know, care you just about watched, this. You, you've watched you do it so many times, you know? It just doesn't interest me anymore. Yeah. No, we're ter- stand-ups are terrible audience members. Yeah. That's yeah. why the, we should sit and like, be like, well, go sit in the front of the room. You're like, no, no. no I'm not going to help the show at all. I'm going to be outside smoking. Yeah. If I'm in the room, it's in the darkness in the back. And I, yeah. Do you, does it get exciting? Like you were talking about your friends with Pete Holmes. I guess so, yeah. You guess so. Um, that you know him like you know people that start getting like TV things or whatever does that get exciting do you not care is that boring like, have you all ever fucked those. somebody with a Netflix special or something I mean all of those things yeah um, I've been doing it 12 or 13 years stand up uh-huh. so um, I know crazy famous people that I don't think are very funny or talented but just play the game very well. 
and then I know people that are incredibly talented and funny that no one's ever heard of. And then all those in between. You know what I mean? I get it. So if you had to name the unfunny people that are famous, just, just off the name top of your head, just say it. No. No, not, damn it. It's, uh, I thought I could trick about, you. What about I thought this? I could trick you. What about the super funny ones that aren't famous? Name a couple of people that you think are just super rad and that we will check out. And hopefully people who are listening will check out. Um, let's see, that aren't famous, that need to be famous. Just like two. Don't plug too many other people. Okay. We're here for you, okay? <laughs> I appreciate that. That's very, that's very thoughtful. And if you motherfuckers don't Google him first, you're assholes. Yeah, Google me. You while you're driving, while you're listening to this. <laughs> Google, Google and try. Just make Siri do it. Um, I, uh, let's see. Who kills me? Let's see. I want to think of a, a very funny... I mean, Aparna's doing really well. She is doing good. So I don't, I don't feel like that's fair because she's, but I still think she's very underrated. Aparna Nancharla. Uh, we she, met her. She's so mm-hmm. funny and just herself and just this weird thing. So I think she's really great. I think, um, oh, uh, this cat named Jasper Red. Uh, he was on, uh, years ago, he was on one of the comedians of comedy specials when he was really young. Um, but he's, incredibly underrated so you should look up jasper red i think he's got a netflix thing that came out like at the beginning of netflix before anybody really knew what it was okay uh he and i are starting a podcast together he's from knoxville this is a cool black guy from knoxville tennessee do you want us to come on your podcast uh when we get it up we'll and do going. it yeah we'll when you're up it. in la i like it's how like you work it's yeah. good hey here's okay so you're you have a lover which we don't have to talk about if you don't want to but that's fine she's a comedian yeah, she's a comedian and a writer. And have you always liked... A theme that comes up here is funny women and how guys don't want to fuck them. Yeah. In Houston. So it, have you always liked funny women? Is there something about this one? Like, what do you think about funny women? I like funny women. With love. Um, with love? You know, I like enjoy... Like, I enjoy funny people. Mm-hmm. And then... If I didn't think you were, like... Okay, here's a great example. Like my friend Ryan Singer, he's another person you should look up. He's delightfully insane. Um, Ryan Singer. Uh, he, uh, when we first start, when I first started uh, dating Aaron, we were Ryan and I were driving down the road, and he was like, "Is she fun?" And then he stopped himself, and he was like, "Never mind." I was like, "What?" And he was like, "It just occurred to me, like you can't sit in the room if." A comedian isn't funny, let alone be inside someone and date them. And I was like, that's exactly right. I was like, that that's, you've nailed me to a T. Like, I can't physically do it if be I didn't think, them. if I couldn't, if if I didn't think she was genuinely funny and talented, I wouldn't be with her. So. Really? Yeah, I don't, I don't know that the same is here. I just love the idea of no, being have, inside and just like, <laughs> you're great. Well, no, like even our sex is kind of fun and goofy. That's good. You know That's what good I mean? shit. It's yeah. Not, it's not like, oh, I mean, every now and then, you know, you, d- you do get worked up. You're like, I'm going to fuck you so good. But most of the time it's like, it's fun. We're having a good time. <laughs> We've been together for like four years. So it's not like, you know, we're changing the world at this point. We know what each other wants and needs. And every now and then you're just like, oh, yeah, the, all the chemicals are right. Let's do some fucking sex. And, but most of the time it's like, this is funny. Like, we'll start laughing or something. Oh, my God. Uh, I think laughing during sex is good. Um, yeah, it's I just, fun. I think that sometimes guys are just like, eh. Well, no, I have, I have comic friends that will not 
hook up with other comics just because that gets we weird. We know a lot of comics that are I think like that's that a too. smart choice. Cause we I, do. Yeah. And then I have comic friends that won't admit it, but you can tell, like, they won't hook up with women that they think are fun, that they know are funnier than them. They won't. Yeah. There's a fucking ego thing in there, yeah, too. Yeah, for There's, sure. That, that's very, very true. So I don't need to be funnier. Uh, my ex is a comedian, and he's very funny. I think very funny. But I think I'm just as funny as him. I don't need to be funnier. He's quicker than me, but, you know. I can make a better joke. I wonder, like... Yeah, they're different. I wonder skills. about the ego thing, because for me, it's like, I like it. The, like, the sexiest thing in the world for me is when somebody is really good at something that they're doing or really, like, hyper-passionate about it, mm-hmm. and then they're just fucking firing off on you, telling you what happened and why they like it and why they're so excited. So I wonder why that isn't the same thing for, for other people, you know? Not everybody gives a shit that's, that somebody is passionate about something. A lot of people, if you ask them their hobby, it's like Netflix. Yeah. You know, they don't they do not do something. So if you're talking about some guy you meet that's a violinist or something and is really into that, you're excited by that. You're turned on by that. Yeah. For a while. <laughs> okay. Okay, continue. You know what I mean? And then you kind of get over that, right? Then it becomes the thing you're used to, so it's not the passion and stuff's not there. What's the next step then? Oh, if the it, passion for what they're doing is still there, but then you move on and you get past it, what's still like what still keeps to people a, together? Uh, you enjoy their presence and who they are as a human being more than what they do. Oh, I see. Like if you're yeah. just turned on by their passion, well, that's not that's like fizzles. That's that's not that's basic of what I was saying. What about your like you're in a relationship? Like yeah, does do you you're the funnier one there? Yeah, that's She's true. Not, She's not like she's mean. She funny. doesn't make any jokes. She's um, she laughs very loudly. I think the thing that Wait, I like you're in about a relationship with a woman. Yeah, but I know. you're a woman. I know. I don't know how it works out. <laughs> we basically we basically just collide into each other, and then nothing happens after that. Nobody comes. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, that's, I know she comes. That's in the Bible. That's how. Yeah, it that's <laughs> yeah. That's how it works out. Um, she's a freak on a leash. She is a freak like, on a sexually. leash. She just she's sent me like, this about I love Dick. She just sent this to me. Yeah. She Her girlfriend. is. I love that. That's she is. I'm gonna buy you these. It's underwear that says "I love Dick." That's yeah. You. We all need that. <laughs> Can I just tell you something? I love um, slut coming, and oh, yeah, okay. that too. Well, of course, mm-hmm. uh, those two things uh, happen together. Slut being a slut coming. coming, yeah. But I love sluts. I love women who are like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna fuck anybody. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go and fuck that dude. I'm gonna fuck that dude." big hoe stacy over here yeah i just and the majority of the people that i tend to be attracted to like um when it comes to uh that's a passion yeah that's, that's, that's when it realize friendships oh my god passionate about fucking yeah that's, all that I, that's that's who my friends are is people who are passionate about fucking yeah. and it's probably because i grew up incredibly catholic very buttoned up Repressed. Um, very repressed, yeah. So by the time I got around my first slut, she was like my idol. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I was like, bitch. Oh we were like, God. how are you so okay with this? How yeah. You don't cry after somebody fucks you? Oh, my God. Like, that was teenage years. Me going like, <laughs> I'm the worst human ever oh my after God. I had banged. That's so unhealthy. It's so mm-hmm. unhealthy, yes. I know. And it definitely, like, carried I'm over. I'm not your fault, but I'm just saying. Wait, no, no, no. Parents, I'm so sorry. My cats are fucking terrorists. They're really so, into well, everything. Everything right now, yeah. They're, cats. They're cool. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, it's it's a growing up repressed like that. Then when I met my sluts and my and like my girlfriend now, who is just a big hoe. Um, does she fuck other people besides you, or y'all? Are y'all uh, she does, yeah. And you're uh, okay with it, and I'm, you don't. I'm okay with it, and I would, but I don't necessarily do it. Does that make sense? Like, I'm allowed to. If I wanted to, I would. Mama's getting her groove back right Mama's now. Mama's getting you know? her groove back right okay. now. It's been a bit, but right now I'm kind of also hanging out with another person. Sort oh, he's of. so fine. I'm so jealous of that. So Fuck, you're just, so you mad. just you like dicks and pussies, and she doesn't care. It doesn't yeah. matter to me. That's cool. I don't, and I also it's it, kind of envious. I'm kind of envious. So sorry. I wish you liked Dick as well because she it was a lesbian when I met her. I, yeah, I know. No, I understand. Like I lived in Seattle for a while. Like t- two of my <laughs> you don't best, have to say anything else. Two yeah. of my best friends there were this gay couple. So I love part. Like when I used to party, partying with gay dudes is the way. Dude, to Dude, they're party. crazy. Yes. They're the best. There's no judgment about what you want to do or anything. It was like, and I realized like even then I was like, I'm just not gay. I'm just not. <laughs> It seems like it would be way easier for me if I was, because I get along with gay dudes and all that. Just and way easier for me to get along with dudes than it is for women, just because that's the gender and our chemicals and the way we go about life is different. But I love pussy so much. I know. I feel you. I do. Too. <laughs> you heard it here first. These two love pussy. It's great. Mm-hmm. And then I also I also think Dick is great too, mm-hmm. and I don't particularly enjoy calling myself anything at all. Yeah. That's the cool. same way that I'm not like a road comedian or a podcaster or anything. Yeah. My preference is to just not even. I almost don't even fully. I like talking about what I like to do, but I don't like talking how I identify myself. A lot of people will be like, I don't like labels or I don't like um, the way that you know it's imposed on me but i feel like i suffered from the label like i actively feel like when i came out as a lesbian i was like okay i found my thing i found what i am you mm-hmm. know what i mean that's and how then, i met you power lesbian. power lesbian and then what happened was i put myself in the same box all over again that i was in when i was a catholic because uh, that's what i was used to i was like this is what you are this is what you identify as gotcha and so well in th- society needs you to do that in order for you to be acceptable for, a good gay person or too. just to be classified so that it's it's people just be like well that she's a lesbian so that's how i see her and i don't have to truly engage myself with who she is do you understand it's like a lazy that's, yeah yeah it's easier if yeah. I can understand what this is, that's why people want to know your ethnicity. Like, yeah. what are you? They don't know. That's rude. So they're like, I don't well, think I that's you necessarily are. rude. I think as someone that's traveled quite a bit extensively, I understand why it's important to be like, oh, where are you? I'll, what I won't say is like, what are you? Is like, <laughs> my question usually is, it doesn't matter what, like what color you are, like culture. Like, like where did you grow up? Because it doesn't matter what race you are. It's like the it's the area you grew up in really defines mm-hmm. who you are. Because what I've realized in traveling is that as human beings, we're all the fucking same. Mm-hmm. Our wants and needs are the same. We want to come. We need to eat. We like to be fulfilled in certain different. And we all go about those things the same way, but just a little skewed from region to region like just culturally the way we go about it is a little different and now when like religion and and labels come along that's just to control people it's easier to control people mm-hmm. like no you're like this and people are like cool i'm like this so i'll do it this way mm-hmm. without ever thinking but you're not a normal person and i mean that as a huge compliment thank you it's like okay. you're just like no i don't i'm still I think my problem with most human beings is that after a certain age, you're like, this is who I am. 
This is it. This is it. It's who I am. You're like, well, you're not going to grow as you get older and more experiences. And nope. It's what I like the dude in the fucking Texas I'm suit. Yeah. That's who I am. I am Texas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is stupid. a balance there. The interesting thing, because for me, so confidence in, in myself comes from a lot of different places. But some of the confidence comes from like, I know who I am. This is how I feel about certain things. And I shall not be detoured from that, like from that. Like the core uh, of who you are. Yeah, the yeah. core yeah. of who yeah. I am. Mm-hmm. So that can get confusing sometimes for, with what you're saying. I mean, like. What parts of you you, are you? Are you how far do you go? How far do you go? And I would imagine that obviously there's there's always work and there's always growth. But then there's certain little things in there in my life that I'm like that's an immovable part of who I am. Yeah. Well, I am honest. Yeah. I am kind or whatever. Those are not things I am. But like somebody might say that. Maybe that could be what you are. But maybe the line doesn't go that far. Yeah. Just sticks closer to you. But to be like I am. I don't know. A lesbian. Sure. I was a lesbian, a hardcore lesbian for a yeah. long time. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know what, John Hamm? Yeah, she did. You and I forever. Mad Men actually made her straight. Mad Men. Well, yeah. not straight. No shit. Like, yeah. Not straight, but I was like, maybe, maybe I should Do you think that's it. like a type of man? Um, Are you, do you see that yeah, dick in the pants? Yeah. Like, it's not oh, good. Don't Google that because no. that's really that's rude. rude. Don't he's Google it. He's definitely a shower. But I mean, yeah, yeah. I just I saw John Hamm. It's not it's not his uh, his Mad Men persona. I think there's a combination of that. Mm-hmm. But he's also very funny and on a lot of different comedy goofy shows. Shit. Yeah, and he's he really just, goofy. I just think that he's he's very good looking. He is very smart. He's on great TV shows. He's a great actor, and he has that comedy side to him. So I was like, "Fuck, John Hamm, so fucking hot." I don't really care about celebrities. Like, I don't have a specific attraction to any one celebrity. Never but really funny. have. But funny. As soon as a dude is real funny or, like, goofy or can just, like, go back and forth with you. This is, yeah. That. Go That's back and in, forth with it. Yeah. I think you, what the word, you, you mean intelligence. Yeah. Well, some people, like, I know a guy who's really intelligent at my office um, who, um, he is very, very smart. But he's. On he, the spectrum. Maybe. Maybe mm-hmm. like there's, there's something about it that's too. like, I think it's a combination of like you're so smart that you understand social dynamics really well, and you're an observer of those social dynamics. So when you want something to go well, you can just fucking make it happen. Because mm-hmm. in people, I think people who are comedians or people who are well versed in that kind of um, interaction, you know that you can go up to a person to pretty to pr- oh. oh, you can go up to pretty much anyone. And um, and that you can, I'm not going to say the word like manipulate, but you can, guide. you can read their, yeah, you can read them so well that you can guide them into, into liking you or into having a good time. You know what I mean? Like well, you're charming? pleasing them. Charming. Yeah. You're not, you're not, yeah, that is charming. I think where you're just aware of human dynamics in a yeah. certain way mm-hmm. and like what you're not challenging them is what it is you're not fully being yourself and how you would be you're just like i just want to make that person happy and it's pretty easy to do that and you just play to their whatever they need well, i have a hard time doing that because i've and this is something that i've in the last year or so i've become aware of is that uh i won't give people the validation i can tell they want from me and, and it's not in, like, to be a dickhead way, but it's more, like, I realize it's, like, I just want them to realize, like, you don't need anyone's validation. 
to be who you are and to do what you enjoy. So it's just, and then sometimes I just don't like the way they're going about it. So I'll just be like, I'm not going to give you what you want. I just think or it's. Or I don't like what they're doing. That's then another reason. You don't want to give them. You really don't. Yeah. I just think that's inside you. Like, you just don't feel a need to do that to somebody. Somebody else is like, you did such a good job. Good job. Like, great I also try. can't tell somebody they did a good job if they didn't do a good job. That's essential for that real life and real Seattle friendships. Was like, it's a very passive aggressive place, Seattle. Mm-hmm. And when I moved there, like the way I learned to do stand up was like we all in my little group were, I don't want to say harsh, but it was like, yo, the, that was some of that was funny, but you did this, this, and this. And that made us all real good, real fast. And that's how I enjoy And my dad's a coach, football coach. So I, and my mom's an English teacher. Perfect. So, so I, uh, I understand how to take criticism pretty well. And that's, I enjoy that. But when I moved to Seattle, people were like, Yo, what did you think of my set? And I would just fucking tell them, because, <laughs> and then I learned real quick. People were like, "That guy's an asshole." And you're like, <laughs> "No, I'm not. I just told you what you need to do better." And, you, and they just asked you too, and you which asked is the me rudest what fucking, I fucking thing ever. Thought. Now, if you want me to tell you did a good job, don't ask me what I think. Mm-hmm. Just go, "Hey, I did a good job, right?" And you're like, "Sure, go ahead. <laughs> sure, whatever. Sure." Um, wait, so. Do stand-ups do that where they come after a show and they're like, hey, this is what went well, this is what didn't? I do. I mean, I still I, – I tape every set I do, I, not like on film. I need to film it more because you can see things that you're doing that you, that help. But I do record on my phone, like the memo thing, every set mm-hmm. I do just because I can go back and hear things and be like, okay, that's why that didn't work. Or I'm just trying to get the wording down or the pace. Like, or you just come up, like, the dick and daddy thing I said last night. It was the first time it came out like that. And I was listening to it on the way back to the hotel, and I was like, that's the way that needs to... I was stumbling over that part of it. And that's pretty much the only thing I got out of that set. That's the only thing I got out of that set, I appreciate that. No, I did think that was very funny. I thought other things, but I'm just going to say your jokes back to you. Um, uh, I think that... Hold on, what were we just talking about? We, um... Oh, fuck. You know, the stand-ups, when they do it, I, I think I've heard some of my stand-up friends do it. I've never done stand-up, so um, I've heard them say, hey, that's really good. You should wait longer to say this. Yeah. And then I, I am, like, shocked that people say that because we just write a sketch show. She does stand-up. Mm-hmm. We write a sketch show with another girl. She does stand-up. I don't understand that world because I think it's mean. Mm-hmm. Um we're and trying just, to constantly convince her to do stand-up because we both very much believe you'd be the best ever. But are you like a mean person? She's, yeah. 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 She's real good at it. fucking do it. I, I don't need to do stand-up. That's just... She, it's like... If you don't it, have that desire, then don't because it is a fucking... It's my dream, but I'm not going to do it. That's, oh, is it? Yeah. I'm is it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You fucking this psychopath. This is why... I know. Fucking you will, psychopath. Then do it. This is why we literally... Because guess what? Want, you're you're going to suck at it no matter what. That's why I don't want to do it. You got to do it for a little bit. You're gonna know what's gonna happen is you're finally gonna do it in like a year, and you're gonna be pissed at all the time you wasted not doing it. Oh, do a set tonight at my show. Gross. Do a fucking do three minutes Gross. at my. Show. That's crazy so cool opportunity. I have another show tonight, but um, what time true. is it? I don't know. When's Catherine's show? Eight. Oh, cool. No, my I'm not doing it. at 7. Billy Wayne, I'm not doing That's it. That's awesome. Billy Wayne's coming to your Absolutely show. Absolutely gonna throw up. Um, 
But I, I performed last night. I like just told a story that I wrote, but it's the same shit. No, yeah. it's not stand up though, where you got to tell the joke and you're like, so what's the deal? I don't know how to do it. Well, yeah, you shouldn't do that. No, you I forgot say, how what's to, the deal with any of it. I forgot how to be funny. Um, sometimes before this, I'm like, how do you be funny? How do you talk? I still do that. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to go up last night when I got there. Oh, well, that's refreshing to hear. You seem so cool. I know, but you like knock something over. Oh yeah, that was pretty funny. That was funny. Uh, <laughs> I was like, here he is, make an intro. That's what I say. You was, fucking turned their heads. I did on accident because mm-hmm. uh, fucking Zahid had a fucking clear vase sitting where you'd stand. It was that was that's his a fault. faux pas on his part. Yeah, it was his fault. Yes, and why a clear? You know, I can't it change everything. Sometimes it was I don't believe in Zod's it was a bad choices. Idea. Yeah, it was a bad idea. but Zod That's makes some bad show. choices. He did text me late last night. I'm going to tell you this about Zod. Dev G, are you listening? Uh, text me very late last night with a lot of emojis. So Zod, just saying he loved me and he proud of me and uh, he's proud of me and he wants to um, go to you? dinner. No. Oh, okay, okay, go oh. to dinner with us. Okay, that's cool. Zod's one of our biggest fans. Shout yeah. out to Zod. I like him. Yeah, yeah. Zod us is the too. one who Gabe, asked. Gabe me. is a big fan of you guys. Oh, he's the I one that lined this up. He was like, "That's so sweet." Like, Do you want to do a podcast? I was like, "Yeah, man." Gabe and Zod are our biggest fans. Um, Gabe has this joke about, by and large, he wouldn't fuck somebody by and large. Yeah. That's his joke. He won't fuck fat girls. And he used to be way fatter. I don't no, know if I you know. Met he, him. Yeah, we had dinner. We had lunch this afternoon. He was, he can't eat certain things, and I was making fun He'll of him. He'll tell everybody about it, right? He's yeah. lost like 95 pounds. I would I brag. Know. I lost <sighs> 70. I weighed two, 230 for a you little bit. You did used to be fatter. I wanted to talk to you about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, okay, we'll talk about that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Former fat dude, but you're not fat at all, and you can't tell you were. Yeah, and I was never, I don't think, considered a fat, because I have a larger frame, so I carried it. Maybe, but I could tell a difference. Oh, I was, like, you my face for sure you was, was bigger. Fat. No, I wasn't. Yeah, you I was 230. I don't, yeah. It's fine. Well, yeah, let's probably, let's yeah. find a beacon yeah, of fatness. Who who would you say, fatness-wise, you resembled? <sighs> like, you know, there was a time when Ben Affleck was chubby. Yeah, kind of like okay, like you know when Matt Damon gets fat. Yes, that that was kind of how fat wow, I was. Like okay. where he carries it, like it's just more like you notice Chubby. because he's not like you don't see the bone structure anymore. Yeah, that's kind of how I was at. Okay, yeah, just yeah. chubbier, just like not a not a thin guy. Yeah, not a I was thick called guy. husky or chubby. Okay, yeah. some big and tall. Yeah. Where like at any moment it could turn into somebody who was very muscular at that size, without a doubt. Yes. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Okay, yeah. that's I was what I think. Drinking I and not exercising. Established. Yeah. Well, yeah, Gabe and Zod are both the people who there are. Yeah, we prompted love them. me to do stand up in the first place because we just were doing mm-hmm. improv shows and mm-hmm. sketch shows and shit, and I was like, I don't want to do stand up. I don't know how I feel about it. Um, and then they just. They just put me on shows and asked me to do stuff yeah, and like invited me to open She's the funniest woman. You should woman. do a set tonight. Mm-hmm. I want you to do stand-up I'll be at there. my show tonight at 7 o'clock. You know what? I decided to do it. I'll see you Three there. minutes? No. Just do three minutes. You can Have what? My exactly. Facebook statuses? Yeah. yeah. Just read those. I've done that before. Yeah. I can go over a while. I need safe spaces, like people, that, like, you know. My show's a safe space. You yeah, it's true. Fuck up all you want. Um, <laughs> fuck up all you want. Uh, I fucked enough comedians. I wish that it was like osmosis through my vagina. It like, is osmosis through your vagina. I know some female comics that think that's how that works. That, it's not really how I feel, but that <laughs> would be if amazing. If I fuck enough funny people, they're going to leave some funny inside me or uh-huh. some shit. And you're like, I don't think it's working. I love the idea of a woman giving birth to the funniest child alive. And that's how she got it. You know what I mean? Just by like a funny dick. Yeah. She yeah. got a, she got a funny kid, but she's not funny herself. That's okay. I um I don't think that, and I've 
actually never my ex was pretty funny but i've never actually fucked a really funny person hmm. like uh what do you mean like somebody who's like you'd be like oh my god that dude is fucking hilarious oh okay i've slept next to and you know who you are out there like his hard dick but we never fucked and he's very funny interesting yeah, okay, yeah. I found it interesting. I'm with you on the thing, what you were saying before and during the intro when you guys were talking about, like, like girls that just make out with dudes, yeah. and then they don't. Like, I think that's so weird. <laughs> so, wait, you you've, you have impulse control, too? Like, with that, you don't stop? Well, I think, as an adult, <laughs> why would you stop? Yeah. I don't understand that. If it isn't yeah. penetration, it's not worth the kiss. Like, well, what, that's what a are song y'all like doing? Like, yes. it's a weird thing of, like... Where are your hands going? And if they're going there, then why aren't you doing more? Like, if yeah, how do you just kiss for more than five minutes? What about girls who have terrible ideas on how to keep dudes, um, or vice versa? And then they're like, "No, I need to go slow and like put a pause on it." You know what I mean? Like, give themselves a little space. But that's okay. But that okay. that's trappy. Yeah. It is, but a, that may trappy. be why they're it's doing it. B. It's a game. Yes. And C. If we're <laughs> labeling it like that, C. It's the dude obviously just wants to fuck. Yeah. So why my, are you trying my, to push it? Well, my thing is like, okay, if you want to fuck that dude, fuck that dude. Mm-hmm. If you want to date that dude, date that dude. But don't make it. They get they get confused by the physical part where it's like, well, just see if you guys are if you if you're gonna be a couple and you're gonna fuck, and you can fuck right now and then you can become a couple if you want to fuck them. My thing is like what that I think that's weird where it's like, no, I'm gonna I'm an old fashioned girl like bitch. No, you're not. Yeah, you're at a bar. You brought this dude back out to your house. And now you're going to play another weird manipulation game. It's not going to start as a good relationship to begin with because it starts from fucking manipulation. Now, I understand the courting part of any relationship is important. But. I, I agree with you. I've never been one to hold back, obviously, like I said. Yeah. But I don't even understand. I know that there was like, maybe it's more old-fashioned even idea to think of the guys that used to not want to date girls that fucked them too fast. That oh, yeah, used to be kind of like a, a thought that if I fuck you too fast, then you won't want to date me because you'll think I just give it up to anybody. Well, I do. Like anybody I want. Exactly. That's so, their, well, that's the dude's sickness yeah. in their own thing where it's like, I used to, like, I know guys like that where it, it's like, oh, well, this girl just likes to fuck, so blah, 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 so I don't want to be with her. And like, well, no, I like her. Yeah. Like, she's cool, and that's cool. She likes to fuck. Um it, well, I think that's the people's insecurities. As you get older, you get cooler about stuff and understand who you are. Like the basic core tenets of what works for you and what doesn't. Like having an open relationship is never really going to work for me. Mm-hmm. I understand that. To me, it's like, why would you be even be in a relationship if you're if you're gonna? This is just for me. Like if you're gonna fuck other people, because it is going to get emotional no matter what. So it's never really going to work if you want to be with that person for a long time. So that's how I see it, and I understand that. Now, if you just want to fuck a bunch of people, why be committed to one person? Mm-hmm. That seems complicated, and it's not fair to that one person. There's, we like, Polly is so popular now. I think it's it, just 
it's trendy. A, it's an excuse. Yeah. Maybe, but they when you talk to those people because I'm fascinated by it. Mm-hmm. I'm fascinated. We've had two, three poly people on this podcast. Mike yeah. Kaplan has been on, and he's talked about it, and like this idea. There's so many rules. So for me, also, I agree. There's with a you. lot of rules. But like, well, oh, how she doesn't care about that. She doesn't mind. I, well, the thing but, is, too, is that we're not in a committed relationship. Mm-hmm. I, I would call her more like I'll call her my girlfriend, but that's for the purposes of the podcast. But we don't call each other that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think we're just two people who like each other, who don't want to be uh-huh. in a committed relationship, who fuck each other a lot and then go fuck other people as well. See, then that, that's not like, yeah, that's not like an exclusive open no. relationship. I wouldn't se. call it that. I would call it. But you would have no problem if it was like that's just you're just cool like that like you're you're fine with that yeah I for think now. for me yeah I think that's yeah. exactly right I think that for now I feel very comfortable with that and if anything changes I will make my life suit the thing that I want it to suit specifically with the way that I feel mm-hmm. about sex and about relationships because I, I I would prefer to be in a monogamous relationship when I am in one yeah um, but. I don't want to be in a monogamous relationship right now. I think in general, that's just not how I feel. Um, I came off a long bout of not fucking anybody. So I'm going to just fuck as many people as yeah, I want to and can your, now. That's your zone right now. Yeah. And I'm just not in that like one person mode. I but don't want to yeah, do that. So that's like a thing that people can get in. They can get in that mode of not one person. But she, you are dating somebody. Yeah. yeah. I just cannot. I like I cannot. I don't I, I mean, I've definitely fucked more than one dude in a week, but like, I can't, if I'm dating you, I can't do it. I don't, I don't. Well, it's odd. Also like the hooking up. I don't think people talk about that enough because the idea of like having one night stands and hooking up with who you want to sounds so fucking, it's like communism to me where it's like in (laughs) theory, God, that sounds great. Uh But in practice, it's totally against human nature to actually do that. Like, one night stands are fucking weird. Yeah. Like Norm Mac- and when I quit I quit drinking like four years ago and Norm McDonald's got a great uh bit about it. He's like, You don't you don't really have a lot of one night stands when you're sober because it's just like you go to that person's house and you both are not neither person's drunk and you're like, So uh I'm gonna I'm gonna take my pants off now and you're <laughs> like, No, it's just fucking weird. You don't know that person uh-huh. but when you lube it up with booze all your inhibitions are gone, and it, it, you know it's just like mostly id, where you're like, I just want these two passion things. And then when you take that away, that lubrication, you realize like, well, this is silly. I don't know what you really like. It's gonna be clumsy. The next day is gonna be odd. Um, I've had that. I mean, it's not like, and you gotta go. You can't. You meet at some place, then you gotta go take an Uber. Or something back to their place. No, it's, it's never unfamiliar. It's not. It's not now, if it happens like right there in the moment, where like you want to go fuck in the closet, that's totally different. That's just like a. Have you ever done that? What fuck? Like just in a, a stranger in a closet? Just, yeah. Not like a stranger, someone I've casually known, uh-huh. but like mm-hmm. been like, oh shit, like, and I was never cheating on anybody or anybody. Yeah, but it was all just the like, variables were nice. Yeah, it was, it was, and that's so rare too when yeah. you meet up with somebody. <laughs> That all your parts fit it all nice. Work. That almost never happens. No, and then you usually end up fucking being with that person yeah. for a long time. If it's that, if all the variables are that nice, I agree. Especially after like four years, right now, talking about your relationship specifically, it's like when you've been with somebody for four years, you're like, I know what all your variables are. You know, yeah. you like a low light. You like this fucking shit. Mm-hmm. You like to watch this. You like it when I say this. So there's like a. 
I mean, the comfort level is there, yes, but also the the more like deep layer of knowing that the other person knows what your shit is. Like it's better this it's way. It's just and better. And sometimes sure. you can just, just make better. them come and you don't even need it, but and you know no they need weirdness. it. God bless yeah. those oh. times. Yes. Hallelujah. Absolutely. Hey, but I I will say this. I I think that as you're older, it's worse. I don't know that booze. What is worse? Like the hookup culture. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay. now, I'm 32 now. And well, you have certain needs that you didn't realize you had when you were younger. Yeah, and I'm more in tune with myself. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that I could have sex if I wanted to tonight. Yeah. I don't need your, like, some guy's dumb dick if I don't want it. You know, I have mm-hmm. other things I can do. Um, but when I was younger, I was pretty good at the, I mean, I could, I didn't have to be drunk. I've been drunk maybe three times in my whole life. Yeah. So, I've definitely just done one night stands, but... It's just the animalistic, like, I just want to fuck. I don't want to talk. We don't need to. Mm-hmm. But I think that I was young, and that's why I could do it. Because yeah. I didn't care about, like, if you were funny or if you could have a conversation or what you thought of the news or something. You know, like, now, even if it was casual sex, I'd need that. Yeah. It's just changed. I agree. I, I've always perennially needed that to hook up with somebody. Yeah, I have to. I've oh. always that's needed. That's why I drank, was because yeah. that would make the... Because I I needed to be more than physically attracted to somebody, uh-huh. um, because, and I don't mean this to sound arrogant, but like I was always like a decent looking fella like growing mm-hmm. up. Like when I got fat, it was like when I quit playing sports and started drinking, and just kind of gave quit giving a shit. But like growing up, like I was a good looking dude, so like I could get girls. So it needed to be more about who they were than mm-hmm. just how they looked because I could just get a good-looking girl because of the, what you're talking about when you're younger. It's like, you're pretty, I'm pretty, let's kiss faces because that's <laughs> what, because everyone. So, like, quickly it became about, like, I need to like you as a human being mm-hmm. before I'm actually turned on. And then that's when I was like, well, this is exhausting. I need uh-huh. to drink it to get I over I am this. so exhausted all the time about that. Still? I can see that. I still am. It is mm-hmm. so incredibly difficult for me to like, and, and this is why I spent a lot of years not liking anybody, and it was a combination of things. But I think, honestly, the biggest thing, and I know this is going to sound crazy, I didn't meet people here in Houston on a regular basis that were super cool that I liked and liked to be back. Like, literally, in, like yeah. a numbers, like yeah. a, like a, I don't even know how to explain it. People to fuck or just people in general? No, people, because I can only fuck people where I have a connection with them and I think they're cool and there's something like specific Mm -hmm. that's attractive to me about them. Um, If I don't meet those people, and the other thing is I've met people who I thought that about but maybe didn't like me back. So there's a lot of variables that need Mm -hmm. to be right in order for me to fuck somebody. Two main ones. Two, yeah, (laughs) too many ones. (laughs) But the idea for me is like, okay, I've got to lower my, my threshold here. And figure out if if there's a part in me that's, like, paralyzing that. If I'm not letting people in. Yeah, well, I had to, like, revise some shit inside. And then once I figured that out, then I started, I think, meeting more people that I actually enjoyed. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I can't get it. I, uh, I Yeah, I'm not the same. I know. And now I, I am that. more. Like, now I think more I am. Before, I didn't need to, like even be attracted to you i'm like i'll do this like but <laughs> now that sounds, yeah well, those that, were some that, years that's something about you too and not even on like drugs that. or you'll, alcohol you'll do whatever yeah fill it in yeah 
there were some duds, but I had a lot of bad sex, but I can make sex good, at least for myself, but I had a lot of bad sex. Now that I'm older, now that I, I feel like I'm about to go through, I just got out of a long relationship. Like now I'm going to go through like my thirties and mm-hmm. like figure out, I don't know, this year is about it's figuring still, stuff out. I mean, it's still, they don't talk about it. Like people's parts need to be right. Yeah. Like I love when people are like, uh, they weren't good at sex and you're like that. First of all, maybe, but that's, they're not good at sex the way you like it. Uh-huh. They might be good at, I mean, like, because a great example is I had a one night stand in Portland. I was just talking about this. And she is the first girl that was like, choke me. And I was like, all right. <laughs> and, and then she was like, choke me harder. And I was like, yeah, I'm probably, this is, this is the, mm-mm. This is where you stop. Yeah, this is. And then she was like, okay, this, I can work with this. And then probably like a minute and a half later like she hit my chest oh. like i was on top of her and like and but it was like and i was like oh i'm sorry and she was like no i like that and then she hit me again and i was like yo you gotta quit hitting me uh-huh. because i don't associate that with what we're doing yeah so i'm gonna lose what you need <laughs> if you uh-huh. keep hitting me also the way my body is if you punch me my instinct is like, oh, we're in a fight. <laughs> so maybe that's what you wanted. No, I. It was definitely, and then it, it ended her with, which she like flipped over, and she's like, just fuck me really hard from behind, and I was like, I can do that, but it was still begrudgingly. I, could, I mean, but it no, it was fun, but it was still, <laughs> you know, just like that pounding like a fucking animal, but it was still. I could tell it still wasn't what she needed or necessarily even what, like, she was like, this'll do for, you know. She's like, Billy Wayne is a fucking vanilla yes. dumbass yes. who doesn't know what which the is fuck like he's weird. doing. Yeah, which is like a weird thing, because, like, I liked, I'm athletic, I like fucking, it's fun, you know what I mean? I don't know if she, I don't know what she says about you now, like, oh, I fucked Billy Wayne and he's not good at sex. I don't know if she says that. I don't even that. think she says that, but I think, like. I because th- the next morning everything was fine like we ended up having you know very next morning sex where it was like yeah we both came uh-huh. you know a couple times whatever uh-huh. bragging well it was like Lying. once the, that's, the, that's the night before she, who knows she's you know she's sorry, like, yeah. she might have yeah <laughs> I she led me to believe I did what I yeah, needed she, to do and I that was important um, but we left it wasn't like weird but it was still like I could tell and I think we were both where like. Well, that was a good try on mm-hmm. both of our accounts, and we both need different things. So, here's the thing, though. It's very sweet. I think yes, that's a very she was sweet way. Great to th- at giving head. Th- See, so, that's good. Yeah. And those are. I wish I could get her tips. I love blowjob tips, but I think that it's very strange, or it's a lot of pressure to bring out your kink on the first time. Yeah, we're in Portland, so I don't think it's like weird there. I think yeah. it's very encouraged. Come on, I think people go kink first. Actually, have you ever been no. to Portland? Yes. I mean, I have the internet. I don't know, but I've never been. No, in Portland, I saw the people, TV show. In Portland, I went there, and I went to a lesbian party. Mm-hmm. And They um, just call that a party that, no, in Portland. Specifically, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm specifying that there were lesbians yeah. because it's important to the... Yeah. Fuck you guys. It's important to the story. She's but, like, no, you told a joke, but I'm going to explain what I mean. <laughs> I'm going to explain everything. No, we're all talking in our Texas accents. I it's, have that. Yeah, that yeah, happens yeah. when you hang but, out yeah, so I hang out with these lesbians, and they're talking about open relationships, and I'm like, you know, I don't think that that's really for me. Like, and it was it was completely non-judgmental of their life. It was more like for me personally, I don't want to be. I, I would rather be in a monogamous relationship, and it's just I don't see myself, you know, sharing people in that way. And um, 
they got really fucking upset with me. They said, why are you judging us? Oh, God. Also, oh, we made love, vegan sushi. They and love being offended. They uh-huh. were so offended by me. I felt like a fucking redneck in Portland. And I'm not a fucking redneck. No, that's... Some well, just that's just far. Portland. It's so much. Where they're so goddamn liberal and confused about everything that they're almost conservative about what you can and can't say. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly right. It's a right. problem there. Yeah. Where it's like... And they do that thing there... It gets on my nerves, and I love Portland, and I do even, I was just there last week, actually, and I was even making fun of them, and they do love being called out about it. It was like, it, you, my biggest pet peeve, or I love weird people, genuinely weird people, but I hate people that are weird on purpose. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of that shit in Portland where they're just like trying to out-weird each other, and you're yeah. just like, well, there's this... There's no reason you need to drive a bicycle with a big front wheel. That's stupid. You're yeah. stupid. <laughs> That's unnecessary, and it's so much more likely that you'll die and from you'll it. you'll die, which I'm fine with. And yeah. you're you do stupid. look stupid. And you look stupid, yeah. and it's not practical. I went to a store that was very large that only sold vintage spoons in yeah. Portland. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, how the fuck is this in business? Okay, yeah. Because f- it's Portland. It's the craziest fucking place on earth. Well, it's, it's the crazy. beginning of the, on the first, the pilot episode of Portlandia, uh, Fred Armisen nails it in the one because I love succinct sentences uh, that just with no wasted words and just sum something up. Um, he says Portland is where young people go to retire. Yes, he does. Yep. That's Portland. It, it is a bunch of young people with no true ambition. They're just like I'm going to just go exist. That's a bummer. Well, it's fine. If you, it's also it's, nice while you're there. It when really you visit. is. It's, it's almost like a refreshing feeling from your regular life. But maybe in it all the time, that's rough. I think if I didn't have ambition, it would be ideal. Yeah. But I have quite a bit of ambition. Yeah. That I've. It's like one of those core things where you just have to accept that's who you are yeah. and you have to make it work for you. And, and I think that's – and I can't make it funny on stage, but to me it's very funny is like – Becoming a grown-up and an adult is realizing who you are and then constantly tricking yourself to get things done, okay. which is very frustrating. And that's what being it, because you're like, oh, I am like this, and I'm going to always be like this. So I have to trick myself if I really, if these are my real goals, I have to work around the dickhead part of me. Uh-huh. Like Louis says, like it takes 20 minutes for your stomach to tell you you're a fool. Uh-huh. He's like, what an asshole. You know, you're just like, it's just like coming around. And he's like, no, you should, the minute you're full, you should know. But it takes your body 20 minutes to be like, oh, you were full like a while ago. I wasn't, I was watching TV and I should have told you. It's like, but that's who you are as a fucking adult is you're like, oh, I don't like the mornings. But you got to get shit done in the mornings. You got to wake up. So I know that about myself. So I have to get up and exercise just to wake myself up. And I hate it every goddamn morning. That is very unrelatable for us. Very unrelatable. Morning. Fucking yeah. hate it. It's disgusting. I, I regret it. having you on now. That feels very, that's intense to work out. I was thinking something like, I got to get out of bed and finally take a shower for work. And like, how do I trick myself into that? No, that's what I'm saying. I I know that I have to exercise oh, to be as in order pro- to be crazy. Yeah, productive. And to be I want to do that. I, I want to be. be that, but I'm never going to be that person. It's just mental. It's just wheel, and it's Ooh. evaluating. Like, I don't like being sad about not accomplishing things anymore. Mm-hmm. So I've realized that putting myself through that 30 minute workout is a lot easier, 
and better for me. And that, like I just I'm miserable for the first ten minutes, and then your endorphins kick in naturally, and you're fine for the next twenty minutes, and then the rest of the day you feel good about what you did. So those you put yourself through that fucking agonizing fifteen to twenty minutes of waking up and starting, mm-hmm. as opposed to just kind of feeling underlying shitty the whole fucking day. So you might as well just be like fuck that for fifteen minutes. This sucks. And then the rest of the day, you're like, hey, that was pretty good. You've yeah. convinced us both. I do a workout thing that's only 30 minutes. It's like a boxing thing. And I'm still like, I don't want to go. Mine's 30 minutes. It's yeah. a, And I do it. It's insanity Ooh, max 30. Mus- you do muscle confusion stuff? Yeah. And it's great because I know that I need to bust my ass. That's the only way I exercise. Like People are like, I went to the gym and fucked around for an hour. I'm like, I need to go do shit. Hurry up. I'm an athlete. I was raised an athlete. My body needs to just... It needs to feel at the end like, oh, we're done. And then, but I also know that I only have 30 minutes to really focus on it. Yeah. So after 30 minutes, I do it six days a week, fucking done. Yeah. I it's love 30 it. minutes. I think I could do that. I've also yeah. lost weight. I've lost 50 pounds in my life, but I was doing like CrossFit and like eating Jenny Craig and stuff like that. And I stopped like a year and a half ago. Well, another thing it's I did, good. you might like this trick, is I read Nutrition for Dummies. Okay. Which is like one of those books, like okay. for dummies. Uh-huh. But in it, what it did, I don't diet like 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 it's just a strict diet. It's thing. not good. Jenny That's Craig's not, not good. well. None of those things are good because it's just for brief points of time, uh-huh. and you mentally in the back of your head, you know. Well, as soon as th- this ends, I'm fucking back on it. And you don't learn anything. No. I learned nothing. I learned so how I to changed the something. whole way my brain worked and thought about it. God, and that's. It's easier that way. Easier. Yeah, once you're yeah, in it, harder. of course it's easier. But because the transition is going to be horrifying. Yeah, but that's only mm-hmm. 30 days. Like, that habit thing is like 30 days you can create you a new habit. You were doing it for a while. Yeah. You were doing but it was the same thing. It, it was the same thing. It was very much like not really changing um, like, a, like a core thing that mm-hmm. we were talking about. And more so just kind of tamping it at the... Yeah. Tamping at the symptoms or the behaviors as opposed to like changing a core thing. Um, I, yeah. I enjoy being an adult. I enjoy a lot of those things. I like to have a nice apartment. I want it to be clean. I want it to be, You're you know, things. It. I did hire a cleaning lady. I do often. But cleaning sucks. Yeah. It does suck. But I want like every day, put your shoes up. This, this, this. Um, I like those parts because I love nothing makes me happier. Like when you walked in and you said cool apartment, I'm like, yeah, yeah. But the working out and the eating right. I'm like, no, I don't want to. And I've been fat my whole life. Yeah. I've never. Then uh, then it's not a a true desire. Then you're okay with being. I want to be only chubby. Okay. Right now I used to be morbidly obese. Now I'm just obese. You know, no Uh big deal. Good job, girl. Well, now you've, you've completed step one. I want to be overweight. You know what I mean? Well, then just keep going. I still want a guy to be like, oh, she's fat. But I want him to be like, she's not that fat. You know? I do. Well, then just keep going. I, I think or it's just part cut of out, your just, identity. Just yeah. cut out like soda. I'm you like soda? It. Do you like soda? Just don't you even just talk hit to me like that. Like a really I know. That's my like best friend. Four spot. Oh, do you? See, I don't, I, don't I don't like alcohol. I don't give a shit about alcohol. Give me a Diet Coke in a day. Last night, drinking Diet Cokes. I love it. Okay, then cut out fast food. Yeah, you're right. I want to cut fast out food actually. Is the one. I did. That yeah. was the one of the first things I cut out was just because of traveling. Yeah. It's so fucking easy. Uh-huh. The only, I, and I still like, I mean, even last night, just for fucking 
fun endorphins after the show. I went and got a McFlurry and a McDonald's cheeseburger. You know but how I only, live. I only yeah. do that once a week. Okay. Because I know that you can't do it every fucking night. Um, but the only fast food I'll truly eat, uh, and I have to limit myself, is like Chick-fil-A and In-N-Out. Because the way you the way it's prepared is not as terrible as uh-huh. like McDonald's or something like that. So yeah, it's just like bad. just cutting out like just the the true garbage that it's, you eat. It's making important. choices. It mm-hmm. comes down to making choices that we all fucking know, all know. Yeah. And I don't, you know, my goals are not that lofty. I just want when I lay down to be able to breathe. You know, like that's that would important. be nice. I think that's too nice. Much. Which, a, by the way, solid just, goal. Yeah. this is something that is incredibly, I think, admirable for me. So I've heard you say two things, that you're ambitious and also it's just a will thing. So those two things for me, um, those are incredibly difficult because they don't seem to me like just something that you have. They seem to me like a thousand steps before the moment that you get that. You know, like for me, working out is not, it's, it's, it's just, it's like a mystery to me when you say those things. Do you not feel like you're ambitious? I mean, I would probably not There's nothing wrong yes. with yeah. not being ambitious. No, 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 but I, I am, but I, this is the problem. I am ambitious, but I don't take the steps that I need to in order to get to where I would like to be. Well, here's the shitty part about yeah. ambition and what they don't truly tell you is it's every day. Yeah. It, and it's not, yeah. you're, it, a lot of attaining goals is not exponential growth. It's little bit, little bit, little yeah. bit, little bit. And then I think what a huge catalyst for me uh, in learning about that is when I was playing baseball in college, we won, we were the number one junior college in the country in baseball, which is like, I like to say, like my friend Dan Whitehurst said, it's like having the biggest dick in third grade. (laughs) (laughs) It's cool. It's fleeting, but it's cool. Um, But we won, uh, we won our conference. And I remember winning. It was like the first big thing I'd ever won as a team or something. And I remember winning in the moment we won and being like, huh, it's not as crazy rewarding as I thought it was. And then we had to drive like four hours back to to our school, and we are on the bus. And I just remember looking, and I was like, huh. I was like, the coolest part of this was every day. The practices and stuff? Well, just being on the bus with people and winning little game, little game, little game. And that's what got us to this moment. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just one game and then we're like, yeah. It was like, it was just, that was the important part. And that's what taught me how to win. It was like, you just show up every day trying to win. And you're not going to win every day. It's how you handle it and you wake up and you move to the next day. And that, that is why I'm probably not, famous yet and i've been doing comedy for 12 years because the way i'd go about comedy is be like i want to be the best comedian when i die like when when i pass the work i put out when people look at that work be like everything he put out was really good and he grew between everything and he would didn't rush to do things just for money or for fame it was like i had that already in my head mm-hmm. so that's why i'm kind of okay with like, I've seen a lot of people get famous, and I'm like, what you're doing is complete garbage. Or you're doing, it's a fucking formula, what you're doing. It's fucking bullshit. It's just mindless entertainment. And I really hate the word artist, but lately people are like, oh, you're an artist. And I was like, and as I get older, I'm like, yeah, I really am. Mm-hmm. I'm not just an entertainer. It's like it has to, 
same thing like hooking up it's still i have to be moved by what i'm doing and have to believe in it not just be like here's a fucking joke here's a joke i can do that it makes me want to kill myself but i can write just mindless jokes i know the structure i know the formula it's like the same thing as having a corporate job if you don't have control over the content and over what you want that's why i do not have a corporate job not a good job like when people like shoot up their office Mm mm-hmm and people are can you believe that? I'm like, I can't believe it doesn't happen every day. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand how people, and, some, and I have friends that love it. I can't do that. I've but never done it. She does it. Mm-hmm. They love it. Like, that's, they're like, yeah, man, I just go in on and fucking think for all week, and then I go mm-hmm. to the lake, and I'm happy at the lake all weekend. I'm like, there's a part of me that's like, oh, that sounds real nice. Like, well, there is, it's a defined life for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, the structure is really helpful for me. Yeah. Um, but I, I just want to say um, thank you. I mean, we've talked about so many cool things. Um, I just, I'm really happy that we had you here. This is awesome. Um, I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You just started ending it. So uh, what I was going to say is. <laughs> You're like, I have more questions. Get well, it. yeah. I would just say something about, I agree with you. It's like in the middle. That's the best part. Mm-hmm. I think that though there's, I'm lucky. I have a career that I love. I don't want to do comedy for real. She wants to move to LA and write for shows. That's yeah. great. Then start writing shows right now. We yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, we, we do. do. Yeah. We have a show okay. next week. If you want to stick around, just come to it. I'm just leaving in the morning. You guys heard I this know, first. I Billy Wayne Dave is going to open for our show next week. Um, <laughs> so it's, um, it's. Uh, I have a career that I love because I cut hair. And I love it. I fucking love it. I'm an artist every yeah. day. But big accomplishments that I've had, this never as rewarding as like the every day. I wish people just found a way to lo- find something that they love to do and do it. Yeah, like I, I love so doing stand-up comedy. But and when I do the rest of this, the other stuff, that like gets because I love doing stand-up and I want to keep doing stand-up. Uh-huh. But what about people? Like, there's people that could love accounting, that mm-hmm. actually love numbers. Be passionate about that. Do that. Yeah. And then do something else also. If you, Not everybody can just do, you know, a creative field. But fucking be excited about that. I, there's no bigger boner killer for me. Then when somebody's like, I hate my job, like, then don't then, do it, then quit it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Shut the fuck up about it. Yeah. I don't know. Um, hey, then you some are... people are just passionate about bitching. Well, yeah, but then I don't want to be around that. That's no, like toxicity. That sucks. Yes. Look, the, the people, that's how they feel comfortable. I love a dish and I love gossip. I love gossip, but don't. That goes hand in hand with what you do. Please. I know. That's oh true. my God. Mm-hmm. I love a story that my clients tell me mm-hmm. it, it, when clients move away i'm like how are you gonna live without me like how am i gonna live without your stories i love it um the best is when i get an office full of girls and they all come and then i know everything about everybody oh that's good this is my favorite um it's like, a TV it's like watching a tv but show, you want yeah. it to be positive like it's a way to keep my life positive and keep the drama just like i get to watch it it's exciting oh yeah gossip is fun yes as long as it, you're not like Spreading fucking, lies, yeah, lying, fucking yeah. people's life up. If it's stuff, just but, true, but it, yeah, awesome. no, that's when it's like, did you hear what my brother did? Yeah, if and you're, you're doing like, crack yeah. cocaine, you can't expect people not to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can't yeah. expect people not to be like, yo, dude, like Joe's on cocaine. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, we're gonna talk about it. Don't get angry. I've learned some lessons. <laughs> yeah, um, or quit doing do, cocaine. Quit doing cocaine. Yeah. That guy should quit doing cocaine. That is a weird thing where human beings do that, where they're like, I don't want people to know I do this. And like, well, then why? Then then you obviously don't. Don't want to be doing it yeah if you've got shame about it 
Keep well, it a secret. Like, do it alone in your bedroom or don't or do it Or become a comedian. Don't stop and then make jokes <coughs> about it. Yeah, exactly. Hey, that's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're real smart. I'm whatever. Good job. Yeah, thank um, you. Good job. Yeah, good job. It's a lot of to mistakes. To your mom and dad for raising you. Good job. Yeah, a lot of mistakes. A lot of mistakes. I that's think okay. that's where I've learned all my good ones. Yeah. Yeah. Be here now, though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're Be here. present. I practice kundalini yoga. And oh. That's very much. That sounds really the, good for it's women. It's a lot of. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of meditation. Is that so. what yoga with Adrian is? YouTube? No, that's what I do. Oh, I don't um, think so. Hey, thank you so much for coming Thanks on. Thanks for having me. You're like a big timer and you don't have to do <laughs> this. You have no clue then. Well, you were on Conan. That's pretty exciting. That was a dream come true. Yeah. Um, tell everybody where to find your record. Uh, thirdmanstore.com if you want the vinyl or if you just want to download it, go to no, iTunes. get the vinyl, guys. The vinyl's pretty dope, you guys. You get a free download of the uh, a video of the performance with some stuff that's not on the vinyl because it was recorded directly to wax and, and there's three minutes that's not on the vinyl because you have to flip the vinyl over. And then, or if you just, if you're unsure, go watch me on Conan and then you'd be like, oh, okay, and then, then go buy it, Okay. That's my spiel. Um, I like that. I like Billy it. Wayne Davis. We want to say thank you to Alex. Thank you, um, Alex. He's over there sexting right now. I yeah. watched him. Did you really? He took a dick pic. Yeah, <gasps> you Ooh, were I distracted. Love it. Um, thank you to Gabe Bravo. He didn't even have to put oh, blood in it. To Zob Dev G. Oh yeah, <laughs> big old bloody big old dick, classic dick. What a way to say that. Uh, hey, put some blood in your dick. Well, some, like I'm a grower. I'm gonna put blood. And I have friends that are showers, but they're, they're also like, well, this is literally what it looks like when it's hard. I'm like, oh, then I've got a nice surprise for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> everybody. Hey, Stacy, mm-hmm. talk about that idea you have about putting a blood pill in your mouth and then giving somebody a blowjob and going, oops. Well, you just said I'm it. I'm sorry. I know. Oh, now they all know. Funny. I just think it would be really funny to put a blood pill in your mouth and go down on a guy and be like, well, it's wrong. And he's like, what the fuck? I just think that would be really no, funny. I think That's a sketch. You yeah. guys should film that. Yeah, we Yeah, we should. We will. Just get a, Every get a, morning get, we'll wake up. We or just a, like a prank show. Oh, we should do a prank show. Or just oh, get a dude a that doesn't know and like you're kind of filming him. Is you a comedy porn section of Pornhub? Yeah, comedy there you go. Porn there is? Is there? I never look around at Pornhub. I'm going to find what I want and get out. Porn and That's what we support. Hey, thank you to Mockingbird. Absolutely. Thank you, Gay Bravo of the Secret Group. Everybody check out Billy Wayne Davis and see you guys at Rec Room for Shit Show. Bye. Bye. Mocking Bird Network.